Well, we're talking about the UK facing uh, a poverty and food insecurity today and in London many families are actually due to the inflation rising fuel costs that are exacerbating a bad situation there are food banks and volunteers who are stretched to the limit and Taz Khan is one of these he has the London community kitchen and is very determined to help the people there in his particular region as well as here in South Africa and we are going to catch up with him today and find out a a little bit more about what exactly is happening in his part of the world that is in the UK and how is it that he's come to assist here in South Africa as well. Das, assalamu alaikum and welcome to Radio Islam International. Hi, welcome Islam. Thank you for having me on your show. It's a pleasure. So, um, you know, you've started the London Community Kitchen, am I right? And how long has it been going for and why did you see such a need for something like this kitchen that you have going? So we've been starting for about eight to nine years and we had a different name back in 2014. Um, We adapted a new name because we wanted to be London-centric and concentrate on London. And to be fair, the organization that we started was not about food insecurity or food poverty. It was about the surplus food that we have in this country. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have tons and tons of food that is just perfectly fit for human consumption, but unfortunately finds its way to landfill and we were looking at that and seeing the solution at what we can do with preventing that food from going to waste hmm. that's that's a clever idea because i mean um you know why fill the landfills with this food when it can be used and it's a ton of saving and at the same time filling the bellies of those who don't have now tell us how the kitchen works then what what from start to finish what would be the process so just for um, your listeners, we're, we are not a food bank. We're a very mm-hmm. much environmental project um, that serves the community. We have a holistic approach where we don't believe in a handout attitude. We believe in a hand-up attitude. So what that means in essence is that you can come to us and access our services. Um, we'll support you with food. And if there's anything else you need, we can support you with. We will do that. But then we'll hold your hand and we'll try to take you out of that situation via education and employment opportunities. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what we do. And we're currently serving between fifteen to 18,000 people on a weekly basis across London. And mm-hmm. we're taking in excess of 100 metric tons of food a week, which was destined for landfill. So you can do your maths on your CO2 reduction of how much we save the environment from having negative yes. greenhouse emissions um, mm-hmm. and also we have education centers as well so we have cookery schools we have very good links with all the hospitality industry across London so hospitality is a sector where if you really are struggling and you need a job you you know quite easily and quite simply you can get into employment if you wish to so that's the kind of model that we run and in that we have community cafes, surplus food markets, and education academies. That's kind of, in a nutshell, that's kind of what we do. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty interesting. So it's not where if somebody comes in, gets food, and goes off, and then would return some other time if they need to. Instead, you've looked at it, as you said, holistically, to be able to assist others, not just with the feeding them, but also um, upskilling them, so giving them jobs that they could work in um, in different parts where you've uh, sort of put up, uh, like you said, cafes and things like that in order to assist. 
Yeah, 100%, because, you know, it's, it's very difficult um, when you find yourself in that situation where you have to go to a person or a organization outside of your family or social circle mm-hmm. um, to get some food, to feed your family yeah. and your children. That's a very, very undignifying way to live. And, you know, it's a lot of stigma attached to that. And usually people suffer a lot of mental health if you're in that situation. So what we do, we spin it and we tell people, that listen, this food will have gone to landfill and you're actually doing us a favor by taking it. And at the same time, you're building their confidence and trust. And mm-hmm. then the idea is for them to be redundant of our services. We don't want them to keep coming to us for food. We want them to be in a position where they can fend for themselves and give them some of that dignity that they deserve back. That's the kind of model that we have. Absolutely. Sounds pretty interesting and I think a really good model. So you've branched out to South Africa. You have a branch here in Randburg in South Africa. How long ago did you start the South African Kitchen, if, if you can call it that? And how has it been going for you uh, now that you are here? So we've, our model is quite successful. It really works. It really empowers the communities. Um, so we've got several sites across London. We're now looking at looking at national sites in the UK. Um, we did start something in South Africa in 2014 in Johannesburg. And the model that we had there was not called anything but just a different charitable name that we had. But it yes. had the same kind of feel to it, as in we were working with local farmers and we took a lot of produce that they just didn't need or the supermarkets didn't want to purchase. And we turned it into like pots of stew or whatever you call it. And we supported a couple of schools in the townships where the children were... Basically, the attendance was very low, and after the food going there, the attendance increased. So that's how we started in 2014. But I was there recently last year, um, and there is a very strong possibility that we're going to be starting a African's community kitchen starting in Johannesburg. And we are already in conversation with local industry um, and local partners how to have a similar model a similar holistic approach where we can take people out of the situation that they're in into a better situation and that's kind of where we are at the moment and I just have to get freed from London to come to South Africa <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> that doesn't look like anytime soon for the next few months all right, but I think that's a pretty interesting because uh, in South Africa, as you may have realized, there's a huge, um, you know, you've seen what the situation is like in our schools here, particularly rural schools or schools out in the township. But um, I think now, after having gone through the uh, pandemic, you find that uh, many of our schools even in the urban areas are going through pretty much the same situation. So I think expanding your South African operation would be a really great idea. Um, and the model that you have, I think, would really work well in South Africa. So inshallah, I hope that you would um, find time or uh, things get a little easier for you to make time to come through to us. Now, if you were looking at um, you know people here in South Africa who would maybe uh, want to assist or get on board with what you are doing, what would you say is the best advice? What advice would you give them? So it's the mindset, really, you know, because, you know, our dean teaches us to be compassionate and kind towards others. And the model that we have is a very simple model. If people really wish to do something and want to make change and want to see change, they should get involved. You know, the model that we have is very easy. It's adaptable. There should be one in Durban, one in Joburg. There should be Mm -hmm. one everywhere. And if you really, if some of your listeners are really keen and they want to get involved, 
I'm happy to have that discussion with my team and then we can start something. It, it doesn't take a lot of effort to start something. It doesn't take a lot of money. It just has, you've got to have the right mindset and the right people around you. All right. Well, shukran for your time. And um, I know I think you're on holiday, so I'm hoping that we haven't taken too much of your time. But I do hope that you enjoy the well-deserved rest. And hopefully we talk again soon, inshallah, when you are in South Africa. No problem, Lisa. Thanks for your time. And um, have a nice evening. You as well. Shukran. Salamu alaikum. Salam. Bye. Bye. And that was Taz Khan um, from the London Community Kitchen talking to us. He's a chef and founder of the London Community Community Kitchen. And as you can hear, the model that they are using is pretty, uh, you know, I think would one that would work pretty well in South Africa. And as he says, a mindset makes a huge difference.